This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Saber, production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have another interview for you from Las Vegas and the Wynn Resort. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hopefully you've heard the last one we did about Masa and how good of a time we had there. But we, we got a couple of interviews and we got more that we're going to do later. Yeah. So 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 this one is with uh, Marina Mercer Barini, the Wynn's resort mixologist. And right. So if you did not catch our last one, um, the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas invited us to come fly out and stay with them and eat and drink everything or at least as much as we could over a like less than 24 hour period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then interview some of the humans responsible for different aspects of their food and beverage programs. Um, And and they invited us out to do this because, A, they're excited about them, but B, they they teamed up with this company called Blue Wire to build a podcast studio in the Wynn Resort. Um, And it is very fancy and has way more video cameras than I'm used to podcasting with (laughs) And, and was a lovely experience. It really was. Everyone was so kind. Everyone was so forgiving. I was chuckling to myself the other day about uh, when you first let some expletives fly, shall we say. <laughs> they were laughing at us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I seem real small and unassuming and like, and like real like on the up and up, like I guess. I don't know. I don't know how I look. I feel like a gremlin inside my own head all the time. But yeah, so sometimes when, when the spicy ones come out, people, uh, people get a good laugh about it. It was very funny. And, and also they were looking out. I think I talked about this in the last one, but it's actually more relevant to this interview uh, because we got really lovely cocktails. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. For this. Yeah. Mar- Marina brought brought us a couple of uh, beverages that were so yes. good. They were so good. And they were 
beautiful and they matched your dress. Yeah, um, coincidentally. Coincidentally. Uh, and I, we have pictures of them on Instagram if you want to check them out. Um, but uh, I got like some of the glitter, which we're going to talk about, um, <laughs> on my face. And they were. They were like, hold, the, hold. Yeah. The team was so not. They were like, we don't want you to be embarrassed. I was like, it's too late. <laughs> I've embarrassed myself already. But I, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like that's my secret I'm always embarrassed like that <laughs> generally <laughs> oh. yeah because we aren't used to having the video component which no. I'm actually going to keep in mind the next time we go because I feel like I looked like I rolled out of bed that first day <laughs> perhaps what, because you had <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> We had a busy morning. <laughs> yes, but but uh, help helpful information for next time for sure. Um, I feel like in general I'm going to have a much better grip on everything. Um, okay, but 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 right. So so uh, the wind sponsored this trip out there, uh, but it was a genuine pleasure to get to go to these restaurants and bars that are so so carefully thought out and experiential, and to try all of these cool weird things that they're doing and then to talk to some of these human people who were also cool and weird yeah it was really fascinating to me to hear about how they collaborated like when you're yeah. part of this kind of huge thing um but you want to have different experiences but that all work uh together yeah, uh -huh. and to be able to be responsible for drinks for like all of these properties and for tailoring them and working with the chefs and all of that stuff. It's just really interesting. And it kind of made me tired. Just oh, thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause Marina is right. As the resort mixologist, she's responsible for designing basically every drink in every bar and restaurant throughout the entire resort. Mm -hmm. um, which is a lot of those, um, like mm -hmm. everything more complex than like a coffee or like a cola or like a gin and tonic is her domain. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. That... <laughs> yes. It's a lot. <laughs> and we would kind of mention, people would ask us why we were there and then they'd get a kick out of, oh, you're doing the Blue Wire Studio. Like they knew it. Mm -hmm. And then we would say what we were doing and they would know these names. Yeah. Um, people who worked there. Yeah. They yeah. would be like, oh, yeah, I, we worked together to make this or this. Like, oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, and and yeah. And, and throughout throughout our time there also, um, you know, we, we we tried to to hit up a little bit of everything. And mm -hmm. and it was all so it, it genuinely was so lovely. Like like those some of those cocktails that we had were really just so good at bringing you to like a a a a place of celebration yeah and it was cool too that um you could see the different themes mm -hmm. um some more obvious than others at different places like we went to one that was like is it spy themed or James Bond themed? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Maybe it was Maybe. just movie themed. But I got a I got a James Bond. I was on the James Bond page, I think. Um, <laughs> but so there was that. And then I went to like the last day, I went to like a beachside bar and I got this like amazing lychee 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. But yeah, just like these. (laughs) So like if I go here, you get this experience. If you go here, it's this. Um, So there's a lot for us to sample. And we did sample. Goodness, (laughs) we we did. Yes, (laughs) yes. yes. Uh, But but right. And and it's it is so cool. They have so many options and that Marina um, really does focus in on making amazing non-alcoholic beverages as well as alcoholic ones, because that's an important thing to have. Yes, absolutely. And as she says in here, uh, she doesn't really drink, which I yeah. thought was really fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but but okay. All right. Um, uh, we're going to get into the interview in just a minute. But first, we are going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. (laughs) I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks, but I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a savor team trip together. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
back. Thank you, sponsor. Let us get into the interview. We'd like to start these things off with like a nice, simple, uh, hi, who are you? Hi, I am Marina Mercer-Barini. I am the master mixologist of Wynn Resorts, North America. Um, so I design cocktails at Wynn Las Vegas. Um, I think it's 34 venues that um, I'm designing for right now. So that is encompassing, obviously, alcoholic drinks, um, zero-proof beverages. I'm working with some coffees, teas, smoothies. Basically, if, if you can drink it, I probably made it. <laughs> 30, 34 venues, that is completely wild. How, how, do, you, how do you even begin to start? Um, I love what I do. I think the first question I always get is, what is a normal day for you? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never had one. <laughs> definitely by Same. design. Yeah. Um, I'm always looking for, you know, challenges and creating and just doing something new and exciting. And there's no shortage here, um, obviously. So the first step is always identifying the venue that I'm creating for and then really falling in love with that concept. And what exactly does that mean? It's what kind of cuisine is a chef making? Um, our chief creative officer, um, Todd Avery Lenahan, he's just this like magician of design and all of these beautiful design stories he's putting in rooms. So I really fall in love with the concept. And from there, it's just creating cocktails that further tell that story um, and that are just incredibly beautiful and delicious. Yeah, you've brought you've brought for us these very gorgeous and coincidentally extremely matching cocktails. Um, <laughs> could you could you tell us about what's in front of us right now? Absolutely. Um, I learned early on in my career to never come to a party empty-handed. <laughs> um, so I definitely wanted you to have something to enjoy. Um, this cocktail is called Monaco. Um, Monaco is a cocktail served at Aft Cocktail Deck. Um, the menu there is inspired by a luxury yacht. It looks like this beautiful luxury yacht. And so when I was designing, I was speaking with um, our design officer and it was basically like, how do I tell the story of a luxury yacht? And it was through um, glamorous destinations and locales. So every single cocktail is named after a destination and then all of the ingredients kind of tell the story. I definitely wanted this to be something so um, beautiful and photogenic that maybe it would be on a yacht in Monaco. Um, this has a, the outside the blue dust there. Um, it's actually a product I've created outside of the win. Um, it's called Electric Dust. Previous in my career, I created a cocktail in Las Vegas. It was not on any menu, and it is the most popular specialty cocktail in all of Las Vegas um, by sales. Um, it's over, I think it's like $15 million in sales now. Wow. And the, the garnish for that is called a buzz button. Um, I, I heard that you guys are very into science as well, so I love this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a buzz button is a natural alkaloid that speeds up your salivary glands and turns you into a super taster. <laughs> Um, so as you eat this little flower, your tongue starts tingling and you start tasting different nuances and flavors. It's incredibly experiential. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just a lot of fun. So during the pandemic, Las Vegas had kind of closed down and I thought uh, I had just a lot of creative energy. And so I started playing with that flower and saw that no one was working with it besides fresh. So I created a process. Um, I filed a patent, wrote a patent, filed a patent on it um, to make it shelf stable. And obviously um, the blue, beautiful with the iridescence. So this cocktail does come with instructions. What you want to do is you want to lick the side of your glass. Okay. Um, All right. You'll get a little blue on your tongue. And as your tongue cool. starts tingling, go ahead and sip that cocktail again. The cocktail is a um, lemon and basil vodka with a touch of elderflower. I can see it's already settling yeah. in. Ooh. <laughs> um, 
And then um, so wild. a ah. French elderflower liqueur, um, citrus, champagne, because you need the bubbly on the yacht, um, butterfly <laughs> pea blossom, which is this really beautiful Thai flower that has a low pH balance. So it's blue in color. And as soon as you put it with anything acidic like lemon, it turns from that purple to kind of like a pinkish color as well. So it's, again, beautiful science at its finest, um, but just a really sessionable cocktail to, to drink out at Aft Cocktail Deck. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That is... Um... That is an entire experience. And before you served it to us, you had a spritz of, of aromatics to add on top. Yes. So I do have a line of edible perfumes around the resort. Um, you have millions of olfactory receptors and thousands of taste buds. So you taste predominantly with your nose. So I started experimenting with putting these beautiful aromas on top of cocktails and it really enabled you to taste in layers and create this experience. I also love working with aromas. Um, your olfactory bulb is the closest jaunt to memory um, and that accesses uh, nostalgia as well. Um, so I think we can all kind of remember, you know, the popcorn on your first date that you smelled and you smell that again and it takes you to that happy place. Um, so I love to kind of reach that happy place with people. Um, this for me was when I was talking to our designer, he was telling me about yachts and I started kind of thinking of all my happiest like coastal memories and always like they were kind of like walks outside around like sundown and um there is a certain plan especially on the west coast called night blooming jasmine that only opens around you know five or six in the evening and it's this beautiful fragrant aroma that's kind of been dormant all day and then like comes out to party yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's just such a beautiful <laughs> aroma so my um idea was to kind of put that on top of the cocktail so as you bring it up to your face it's kind of wafting and you know, creating those memories and accessing those happy ones as well. Yeah. Um, you, you talk a lot about, about storytelling and, and using all of the senses because right, like, like you, it's not just taste and smell, it's sort of everything. Um, uh, could, could you go into a little bit about how, like, like, like when you're designing a drink, could you like walk us through the process? Absolutely. Um, so it's usually, again, finding that the menu I'm creating for, and then I'll fully immerse myself into the culture. Um, let's say Wing Lei. Um, it's our Michelin-starred um, Chinese restaurant um, here at the Wynn, and it, the chef is just beautiful cuisine. Um, so it was studying um, Chinese culture, Chinese ingredients, um, and then the naming process is always a lot of fun. So it was um, Chinese mythology, philosophy, art, anything that I could really make the whole experience very authentic. So when you're reading this menu, um, you're almost, it's almost like this great lesson and um, it's just very evocative of, of chi um, Chinese culture. So really beautiful. So it's a lot of studying. Um, and then I actually create all my cocktails on paper and draw them out and kind of build layer by layer in flavor. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, it's kind of like the building process, the pairing with food. Um, but I really believe anything in life can be art. The way that you speak, uh, the way that you walk, conduct yourself, dress, all that stuff, right? It's such a, um, a personal expression. So with cocktails, it's the same. I'm always kind of like off daydreaming, writing things down. And um, it's just kind of daydreaming in liquid form. <laughs> Oh, I love that. And it's so cool that you're doing a, a, a bunch of non-alcoholic cocktails. We love seeing this surge in non-alcoholic beverages because, of course, there are any number of reasons why people um, either don't drink at all or who would want to take a break. Um, I mean, you know, like this is a place of excess, but also, you know, maybe like watch yourself, right? Uh, so could, could you talk about how you balance or, or maybe like rebalance the ingredients that you work with when you're making something without any liquor? Absolutely. Um, 
I think something that people are always fascinated to find out about me is I actually don't drink. Oh. Um, I do taste my cocktails as I create sure. through them. Um, but I'm always looking for balance in life too. So I love to be able to provide, like you said, someone maybe is just taking a pause. But I found being someone that doesn't consume alcohol when I would go out, it was always like this huge glass of like juice or right. things like that. Like and we I, can give you a soda water right. with bitters. <laughs> Cranberry juice, here you yeah, go. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so I really wanted to create that same experience and that storytelling um, that you would have with a cocktail, even if you're not imbibing. And I still think things need to be incredibly balanced and interesting and still have the story. Um, so it's just kind of retasting ingredients and working through finding the flavor champions, making sure that they're not too sweet. But I also like to design things, you know, that's more bitter, maybe more fruit forward and really kind of, I say it's almost like fantasy football league. Not everyone should be a quarterback. You're not going to win. Right. <laughs> so just designing menus that are just really well-rounded. Yeah. Um, and that extends to the, the non-alcoholics as well. Yeah. And when Las Vegas has a drink well program um, that, that you're helping them out with, and like, you know, we, we don't want to get too deep into um, any poten potential nutritional benefits because nutrition is so complicated. Um, but uh, but of course, like a lot of classic cocktail ingredients um, from like bitters to, to, to lime juice were in there originally for potential medicinal benefits. Um, and kind of a lot of what cocktail making is, is balancing around those flavors. Um, so, so, so you're introducing new things like, like, like mushroom tinctures into a bunch of cocktails here. How do you balance for a mushroom? <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the mushrooms, they all have different flavors, incredibly nuanced. Some can almost taste a little bit like crab. Some are more uh, like have this really beautiful kind of of the sea. Some are um, a little bit more earthiness and it's really fun to play with the different types. Um, and I completely agree about nutrition is com so personal and so nuanced. Um, but for me, I'm always looking for balance for mind, body, soul, um, and just exploring that. I think, you know, as you start to age and you live in Las Vegas, you know, you always want to look your best, feel your best kind of thing. Um, and I'm just incredibly curious. Yeah. Um, you, you've talked about a couple of the ingredients that you've uh, designed, the, the electric dust and the edible perfumes. Um, uh, are there, there's a, there's a champagne foam? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's one of my inventions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love this. I love a good portmanteau. So it is um, a champagne foam. Um, it's basically, I'm taking rosé wine, um, egg white, which is most espumas or foams, um, and a, a rose, uh, strawberry rose syrup, um, and putting it in a uh, foaming canister that you've probably seen at bars or in the culinary world. Um, but instead of charging it with nitrous oxide, which is what you would do for most foams, is I charge it, I carbonate it with the CO2, which actually does the same effect. It rapidly whips it, but it carbonates it a as well. So it emulates champagne, therefore that's the champagne. Um, <laughs> but it's this really... Just really fun, good. I love a surprise, right? I love little Easter eggs and surprises and creating those experiences. And it's this delicious, like delightful mouthfeel that you, you're, it's a, it's creamy, right? But you're like, I'm drinking champagne. Uh, it has that same effervescence. And, um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that's completely unique for our program. Even when I was buying the products from the distributor, he's like, no, these things don't go together. I'm like, oh, but you're they like, do, <laughs> <laughs> which is why I knew that it was something truly unique, but um, I always like to be on the cutting edge and doing something new and always just innovating and creating. Um, and when you have over 30 venues here on property to create for, um, it, it's important that we're always doing something new and, and 
leading the charge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that sounds so fun because right, like the the creaminess of a foam, but um, but but carbonation is actually like a very small pain reaction in your mouth. It's going like, what's happening? So I. I like a foam that hurts you just a little bit. <laughs> and then with the electric test, you're yes. the tingling, and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Um, could, could, could I ask, this, this wasn't in our, like, in our like, list of questions, but could I ask how you got into, um, in, into cocktails and furthermore like, into, the, into the creation process of inventing new ingredients? Um, so I'm born and raised in Las Vegas. Both my parents were uh, born here. Um, so second generation, and um, I wasn't really allowed to go to the to the Las Vegas Strip very often. So, of course, the first thing I wanted to do when I turned 18 was to come and get a job on the Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> and um, studying chemistry, a job was created for me. Um, I was a hostess at a steakhouse. It's mostly before you're 21 what you can do. Um, and a job was created for me called Tequila Goddess um, because <laughs> I was Las Vegas. Um, I was just a really curious kid. I was always asking all these questions of some beverage directors that were creating this whole program. So like, okay, no, this isn't what you were thinking, but um, we created, we just think it's going to be perfect for you. So um, I did what any 18 year old or sorry, 21 at the time, turning 21 uh, kid would do as I went home and asked my mom, I was like, Hey, can I go be a tequila goddess? <laughs> and she said, no way. <laughs> and then I did what any 21 year old kid would do. And I was like, sign me up. <laughs> so I spent, um, right after my 21st birthday, I actually got to go on a plane to the town of Tequila and live and work in different distilleries. And this was, to date myself, about 17 years ago. So we really started, like, no one was working in tequila or, you know, many spirits at that time, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, that was before the, uh, the the revival of the craft cocktail movement. Completely. So, and sure. Patron was, like, this nascent kind of burgeoning kind of spirit in the United States. Um leading the charge there. So it was just a really great opportunity to really delve into the knowledge side and become very passionate about it. And I came home and I found that I was, I was a little, I was shy and I'd wear this costume and those kind of parts of the job that I didn't necessarily love. Um, but I found that when I was incredibly passionate and could tell people um, about just the beauty of tequila um, being the spirit of Mexico in, in so many ways um, that people kind of forgot what I was wearing or was what I looked like or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I've actually kept in touch with many people from my very first job as tequila goddess um, because I've been so passionate about it. And from there, I just always love to create um, and make art and started doing with cocktails. I started winning a lot of competitions um, and I've won a global competition in Morocco. Um, I competed against, I think, 14 other countries um, in the souks of Morocco. They actually kind of like set us free. We had to go and barter for all of our ingredients, come back to the Riyadh we were staying at and tell a story through cocktails. And so I ended up winning a global title, which was really exciting. Um, but people just kind of started paying more attention to that. Um, and then I opened a resort about 12 years ago in Las Vegas. And I've been here at Wynn Las Vegas for a little bit over two years now. Oh. We do have some more of this interview for you. But first, we're going to get into one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. 
And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm-hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks. But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip yeah. together. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we're, we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is, yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No me passport too. is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Let's get back into the interview. I, I don't know how much time we have. I like want to pick your brain about tequila because um, uh, because it is such a such a terrific uh, liquor and I and I feel like it has been severely underrated in the states. I, I feel like it's just not um, it, or or classically has not been as appreciated as uh, certainly gin um, and then the vodka thing that happened <laughs> for the entirety of the mid century. Um, uh, but but tequila can be just as just as complex as a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you are, so, so, so do you, do you still have those, you, you said that you still have some of those relationships. Um, are you bringing anything in that you, that you think is just really special? We certainly have um, a wonderful list at, list of tequilas and mezcals at Casa Playa. Um, at the Wynn also, we're very fortunate to have our signature barrel program. So we will, you know, go to, 
um, different distilleries and buy an entire barrel that's just for our guests. Um, we have a, a Herajura double oak triplesado that is, is incredibly special. Um, I love to create, you know, interesting cocktails, you know, margaritas and above and beyond um, with that. Um, mezcal is kind of the next big boom um, that people are really into. And that's a lot of fun um, because there's even more complexity. There's different varietals of agave. It's not as strictly regulated. Um, and there's just almost like a lot of um, almost like mysticism in some of the, the really mom-pop um, distilleries and just a lot of love that goes into those products. And so it's very special. Oh, that's amazing. We've, we've talked about so many things uh, uh, that you're clearly so passionate about. Is, is there like, do you have a favorite thing that you're working with right now or something like coming up in the future that you're like about to crack the code on? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no shortage of amazing projects here at the Win. <laughs> um, we're doing um, Min Kim, Chef Min Kim from Mizumi is doing um, his test kitchen. So he's having a pop-up. Um, and he's just such a rock star, such an amazing, impressive chef. Um, and he has such um, an amazing career where he's he's really worked all over the world. So he's really going to show off some of those chops and some of his cuisine. And it's not as traditional um, Japanese as, as what he's done. It's a very playful concept. So I did the cocktails for that. Super playful, whimsical, really fun, using um, all kinds of different Asian ingredients, uh, gochujang, um, paste, like paint on the side of a margarita with kimchi salt and um, just some really complex, fun flavors that are incredibly unique for cocktails. Um, the photo shoots we were doing was like on Nintendos and, you know, just a lot of like <laughs> pop culture and really just like avant-garde and fun. And I, I, that's exciting for me. Um, I saw Chef uh, Sarah Thompson from Casa Playa. We're doing some really fun stuff over there. Um, I heard her talking about wheat lacoche. I just reached out to her like a month ago. I was like, you got, you, you got a guy? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I need, my, a, I need a lead on some wheat lacoche. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some really fun projects over there with um, reopening of the lounge. Yeah, um, yeah. we were there for dinner last night. And um, we one of the cocktails that Annie and I immediately gravitated to was the marigold. Um, because we just did an episode about marigolds a few weeks back. And, uh, and one of the things that we were talking about was that amazing scent that you get from the flower that's so much a part of the day of the dead and and the offerendas there and uh uh could you talk to us a little bit about how that cocktail in particular came into creation absolutely um so at casa playa there's these beautiful marigolds hanging from the ceiling and it's such a big part of the decor there um there's also this beautiful marigold dessert it's just so beautiful so during i was designing some cocktails during uh, right before day of the dead and started studying everything you were you're talking about now and it just it was such like um such a hyper personal, meaningful um, thing. And so I was like, how do I put this in a cocktail and pay homage and love to this culture um, and express that? So it's a marigold infused liqueur with a little bit of sage because the marigold aroma has that like incredible, it's like, it looks so delicate and beautiful. And then it has like, comes with like right? big guns. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this almost like sage kind of aroma. So just bolstering up that earthy aroma to it. Um, it's smoked in a decanter with a little bit of strawberry aroma. So when you open it again, it entices you. And um, I thought about like what would be on my ofrenda, which is probably like a really morbid thing to think about. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, strawberries. So that's why I picked a strawberry aroma to be like put into that. Um, 
and just that it's uh, again they say you eat with your eyes right you certainly drink with your eyes and especially in in this time where um we're, we're wanting to document and share photos of, with our friends of cocktails so it was also like making it very photogenic and beautiful and creating experience for a guest that maybe wouldn't have that somewhere else yeah Oh, um, I've been hogging the mic again this entire time. Uh, uh, like half the questions are from Annie, I promise. Uh, I just don't let her speak. Um, no, okay. I, uh, Annie, do you have anything else for us? Uh, I do. And the answer might be super short or super long. So I'm interested. Um, first of all, like, thank you for the cocktail. It's amazing. And doing an interview with like tingling is a, an experience and it's wonderful. We talk a lot about patents on the show oh and we've never actually i don't think we've ever talked to someone who did it who or is, not about like the process like mm -hmm. how hard is it <laughs> to get a patent so we're still patent pending it's actually oh. really difficult um have not gotten it yet and it was a passion project between my husband and myself um he is a professor of graphic design so when i started creating these products during the pandemic he started creating the package and the package actually looks exactly like your dress <laughs> um, and uh you know taking our doing our photography and our website um and we started we knew that our product was 100 percent unique and how did we capture that and so that's how we started getting into the patent process um and we just were writing it together and it was not easy my husband and i never fight but maybe we were like nearing <laughs> some heated yeah. moments little tense yeah. yeah uh right because it seems like they make it like a little bit eldritch sort of on purpose to to get into yeah. <laughs> there's and just navigating the website and all of that it's yeah it's interesting <laughs> oh heck well best best of luck yes. I really hope I really hope it comes through because this is I, I've never I've never seen and tasted anything like this before, um, and it and it is so experiential, and that's how that's how um, we again have tried like a perhaps embarrassing number of cocktails uh, for only having been here for twenty four hours, um, but, um, but 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 all of them all of them have been so lovely. Uh, drink responsibly, friends. Yes. Um, uh, but but yeah, um, yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, I think unless there's uh, any other things you're excited about. Yeah. Do you, is, is there anything that we didn't ask you? Is there anything that you uh, that you want to talk about? Um, so Overlook Lounge um, is one of our lounges. We actually are up for a Tales of the Cocktail um, Best Hotel um, Bar, which is kind of like the James Beard for, yeah. for cocktail nerds like me. Sort of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> super exciting um, and that's just a, an incredible concept so I hope that you can make it there tonight um, again I talk a lot about our chief creative officer Todd Avery Linehan but he is just he's so brilliant with his design so he's always my first call a lot of times I don't get to see the physical space while I'm designing menus so it's just kind of all through what he, he's his story and what he's telling me and everything he was telling me I just wrote one word really big and it was just iconic his design sounded iconic and I was like how does one put iconic into a cocktail like how does it become iconic so I started just scribbling words and I thought how does a person become iconic and I started writing Madonna Cher and everyone had just one name and I thought oh that's really wow. interesting that's you know you're truly iconic if you can go by just your first name um, so all of the cocktails are oblique references to iconic figures in fashion and film and even mythology. Um, and then it is Overlook Aperitifs and Lounge. Um, so Aperitifs is um, 
uh, almost it's very European. It's, you know, having cocktails before dinner. Um, and it's just, I guess in America, we maybe have like happy hour. It's not happy hour. Right. No, no, no. That's not the, it's not like three Bud Lights and let's go. Like, no, uh, that's not the concept. The the concept is like getting your, um, getting your, your, your stomach and and like your, your senses ready to Mm -hmm. have a lovely meal. Absolutely. And a lot of it is about connection. So it's having low alcohol cocktails before to, um, you stimulate your appetite through these beautiful, usually Italian liqueurs you're talking. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, two hours before you go to dinner, you've spent in these. So the spritz cocktail is kind of the darling of the aperitif movement. So, um, that one in particular is named Aurora. Um, and it's also really fun because guests will always try to like figure out who, who the cocktail is referencing. Um, but Aurora is the uh, Roman goddess of sunrise and it's in this, the same goblet kind of, um, and it's a play on an Aperol spritz. Um, so it looks like this beautiful sunrise, um, with uh, fire, they're called fire sticks, these beautiful fireworks, almost like flowers shooting out of the cocktail, and it's really fun. Um, But every one of the cocktails is um, finished with uh, an edible perfume, and each one is a different, um, inspired by a different glamorous locale. Um, And so putting all of the finishing scents, like encapsulating these places in an aroma, like let's say I have one called Milan, and it's, um, I thought like, what does fashion week smell like? What does a supermodel <laughs> smell like? <laughs> and I started thinking probably like fancy hair products and um, lotions and perfumes, you know, so vanilla, rose and jasmine. I'm like, but maybe there's like a cheeky cigarette here or there before or yeah. after. Um, so it's finished <laughs> with a little bit of mezcal for just a little bit of smoke in it. So everything is like building up these um, different like building blocks of aromas for these perfumes. But it really kind of transports you to this glamorous location with these glamorous figures. Um, so that that menu is a lot of fun. Uh, that is, I, and, 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 the idea that you're doing all of this like intricate creative work and you're doing it at the kind of scale, uh, I don't think that I understood. This is my first time in Vegas um, ever. And I've so I've been here like less than 24 hours and I'm completely sensorily overwhelmed all the time. And part of what I didn't understand was the exact volume that you guys are dealing with. How do you... <sighs> how do you... How do you... I'm like, like how many... Do, do you have the numbers in your head off the top of your head? Like Like what kind a volume you guys do and how you handle that? Um, so I'm really glad you brought that up. Probably the crown jewel of the beverage program for me personally is um, our beverage production kitchen, um, very much like a commissary kitchen of sorts, a commercial kitchen kind of what we do. It's um, almost like the, the, the heart and the brain of the program. We do a lot of our cocktail batching, but we also produce a lot of our ingredients, our syrups, our tinctures, some of our garnishes. Um, everything that just makes our our program so special really comes out of that place and very unique, right? Because it's everything is made in house. And um, when I was running the numbers, they're staggering. <laughs> it's sixty thousand gallons of product come out of there a year. That was last year. We're probably going to be far more this year. <laughs> wow! Um, and so we have full full time employees working in there daily. Um, you know, our order today was over four hundred gallons that they're producing in there. So the, the numbers are staggering, um, but also exciting. And it really is what makes our program so special. Oh. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, all right, I don't understand those numbers at all. That doesn't make any sense to me anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Thank you so much for being here. This has been such a wonderful conversation, and thank you for for bringing such a. I'm gonna I'm gonna get off camera so and then and then drink a little bit more. Of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was my pleasure and just super fun. So anytime you let me know. Yeah, yes. yeah. And like we we offered to to, to chef, um, you know, c- come out to Atlanta. We've got a burgeoning cocktail scene out there too, and some people are doing some really lovely things. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I'll take you up on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to the end of this interview. There will be more. Uh, there will be more. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. We've got we've got one more to share with you in another month or so. And then we're plotting another trip out there to interview more people. Wahaha. <laughs> I like how you make it sound diabolical. I guess it's fair. Um, but once again, listeners, if you have any recommendations, our time is limited. I will say that. But if you have yeah. any recommendations. It's more than 24 hours, but less than 48. So <laughs> it's a it's a lot to pack in. Uh, yeah. But we would love to hear from you. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We would. Uh, you can email us at hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SaverPod. And we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is home to a thriving culinary scene based on products and traditions from the native Taino, African, and Spanish peoples that have influenced it. When you go, there are a host of restaurants, bars, breweries, distilleries, farms, and coffee houses to dig into, from five-star experiences to local favorites. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.